Hey everybody, it's Danny Fisher uh, here with another episode. So last week I talked about intimacy with Christ. Today I want to talk about love of neighbor. So now that we have put on the armor of God, we're praying, um, we're trying to be like Jesus. Now it's our duty to go out, go out and spread the good news. So what does it look like to, to love our neighbor, um, to live fully alive in the present with all those around us? So I want to dive into some scripture here. This is from Matthew uh, this is the baptism of Jesus. So I was reflecting on this. So it says, uh, this is verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have pre- prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? I The word prevented really stuck out to me. because So I'm assuming what's going through John's head is like, <clears throat> I know like I know you're the Christ. Why, why am I baptizing you? You're perfect. I need to be baptized. Like, I'm a sinner. Like, it doesn't make sense. And it makes me think how often I think that way. I mean, I'm way less holy than John the Baptist, so it probably happens a lot more often in my life where I'm like, it doesn't make sense the way you're doing this, Jesus, the way you're you're showing me how to be, how to love. Um, and I, 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 like, prevent him from doing it the right way, even though I know it, his ways are perfect. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense. And so we kind of have to have humility and, and be poor in spirit and just, just let Jesus, which, as, he, as it goes on, it says, But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Now, this is the first recorded thing that Jesus says in the Gospel of, of Matthew. So this is the first, like, it's nice. I have the, uh, the Adventure Bible. Um, the Great Adventure Bible from Ascension Press. No, I don't get paid by them, but I do just want to recommend this Bible because it ha- everything Jesus says, it's in red. It's highlighted in red, so then it just kind of stands out. So this is the first thing Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew. The very first word, let. Let it be so now. For thus it is fitting to fulfill all righteousness. And that, that was the next thing that really hit me. He, said, he just says, let. So when we, when we try to prevent him from doing things, when we don't understand his ways... He just says, let. I, I literally wrote it on my hand um, when I was reflecting on this in, in Sharpie, just as a reminder, like, just let. That's, 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 that's really all we need to do. And then it says, then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And behold, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Those words are so important because it literally, he reveals his identity. Now, what has Jesus done up to this point? Really nothing. I mean, he's lived 30 years with, with Joseph and Mary. I'm sure, sure a lot happened, but like as far as his public ministry, nothing. And, and the Father says, you are my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Now, Jesus is showing us, first of all, instituting the sacrament of baptism. Second, he's showing us we don't need to do anything for us to be beloved children. To we don't need to we don't earn his love. At this point, Jesus Jesus hasn't done anything, but he is still a beloved son. It's the same for 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 us. We're no matter what we do, there's no mistake so great that we can make that takes away the fact that Jesus loves us and we are his children. Um, and so yeah, just kind of that concept of just let we all we need is God alone. So that starts in our interior life, like I was saying last week. Just God alone. That's all we need. This, that's another thing I've been reflecting on a lot is if, if everything was stripped from me, all worldly things were stripped from me, 
would would I be joyful? And it's kind of a serious question to, to ask ourselves. Like, at the end of the day, all we really do have, the only guarantee is, is Jesus, which brings me to our external lives. So, like, how do we live on earth? So not only growing in intimacy with Jesus and in our interior lives, but going externally, like it is, it is our duty as Christians to go and spread the good news. Because some people, if it, we might be the only ones who ever encounter somebody that that presents the gospel to them. They might not even hear it otherwise, and that that's a shame. And so, like, we need to we need to be truly convicted, have courage to go out and share the gospel, because you never know if if God made a specific moment where you encountered a specific person where you were supposed to share the gospel with them and that would be that would be the turning point in their lives that you were the one that was supposed to bring that to them so never never take that for granted anytime you can share the gospel share it you're never going to share the gospel without something good coming from it whether you see the fruits or not and so i think a big thing for us is like we get discouraged we're like what are people going to think of me you know who's this jesus freak uh, what's he talking about we're, you know, we're worried, at least I am, about what others think about me. But it's important to remember that, you know, Jesus doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call, the called. He doesn't, you know, only pick the best people out here to, to live mission and just calls them. He, he calls everybody and then equips them. It's just a matter of if we, if we receive, receive that from him or not. So maybe you're like, oh, I'm not a, not a great speaker. I'm not a... Uh, extrovert, I'm not, you know, whatever, whatever the lie is, that that's that that's what it is. It's a lie. Like he, Jesus will equip you. He, he he gave you a specific personality, unique gifts that nobody else has. That if you let him, he's gonna let he's gonna work through you through those gifts to to go and and spread the good news. The the calling of the disciples is, is a great example. Just a little bit later in Matthew, when he calls his disciples, I mean, he just goes up to some fishermen in a boat, just some average Joes, and, you know, Peter, like, Peter had no idea he was going to be the first pope of the church. But Jesus did. You know, he's, he's, going, he's going to them saying, you know, I'm going to turn these average Joes into, they're going to start my church. <laughs> they are literally going to start, they're going to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. They're going to help me do that. And so that's a perfect example of like, he, he equips the called. He, he calls us first and he equips us. It's not the other way around where we have to like build ourselves up. I mean, we can't do it on our own anyway. We try to build ourselves up and like make it look, make it look like we're all equipped. And then we're like, all right, I'm ready, Jesus. That, that is just, uh, that's really kind of backwards. So, um, but along with this, it's not always going to be, consolation, seeing fruits on fire, people are responding, receiving your message well. So it's important to be steadfast through consolation and desolation. We're guaranteed waves in our in this life. I mean there's gonna be ups, there's gonna be downs. That's just that's just the human condition. But one thing we can we can ask for is the grace of just being steadfast. So no matter what happens, no matter how high I am, how low I am, praise Jesus. You know, the Lord gives, he takes away, praise the name of the Lord. Um, as Job says, you know, he had everything stripped from him, didn't change his mind, he was steadfast, he's like, praise the name of the Lord, like, this, none of this was mine in the first place, it's all Jesus, he can do what he wants with it, I'm just going to be steadfast and trust in his plan, and that should give us hope, because through all the trials on this earth, we, we, we have the hope of the resurrection, like, Jesus already resurrected, he's, he's already conquered this world, and so let's just keep preaching the gospel. Let's just keep moving forward. This, this is the reality. You know, 
insanity is is not living in reality and what's reality well we are made out of love god made us out of he's just god is love and he just had to share it so he made us we broke that through sin original sin jesus comes fully man fully god fully divine and so he's the one he's the one to to save us you know i, I look at the crucifix you got the vertical piece you know, bring heaven and earth together, and then you got the horizontal piece where Jesus is gathering everybody on earth, bringing us to heaven. Like that's kind of the way I like to see it. It's like He was the only one that could do that, and He did it. And so we we have this hope, this reality. He He saved us from our sins, and now it is our. It's up to us. It's our response. It's like we have free will. We can accept that reality. We can live in that reality. We can preach that reality, or we could live outside and really just not be fulfilled. I mean, that's kind of our options here. So Jesus will bring us to eternal life, and. The, you know, death, we're all going to face death here on earth. and But that's not something we should fear. That should only increase our hope, the fact that, yeah, there will be a last day here on earth. And that's actually our remedy. Jesus, Jesus showed us that death is our remedy because he died. God himself took on man, died, and then he resurrected and ascended to heaven. And he, he just wants the same for us. So on that last day, depending on how, you know, we lived our life here on earth and in, and and prayed and also spread the good news to others because if, if we if we're staying close to Jesus in prayer meditating on heavenly things and and getting rid of these these worldly thoughts and inclinations we're gonna we're gonna just know more and more each day how amazing heaven is and we're just gonna want other people to be there obviously um, and so pray that's one thing I pray with is just more conviction like their their souls dying out here convict me Jesus like let's go out let's do this it's all you it's all you but you want me to partake in this mission, and that's that's a gift. He he wants us to partake in it. He wants to participate. He wants to work through us. He wants to be our he he like he wants to be our his co-workers in this in this mission until the last day. That's why he established his church. So pray for this conviction. Go out, preach the gospel. Don't get discouraged. Jesus gave you specific gifts. Don't compare yourself to others because what's the point in that when you you are the only you here and you have gifts that nobody else has. Uh, just just trust that trust in that be steadfast go out stay you know it starts with prayer with Jesus but then go out and, and preach what Jesus is is putting on your heart bring others into it and and let's build this family so awesome thank you guys and God bless